Welcome back to the Talk and Chop podcast brought to you by the folks over at Chief of Staff KC. This week we're joined by two of my favorite young Kansas City leaders, Cody Isabel yep. and Zeke Wanganga. How are you guys doing this week, boys? Doing well. Thanks for having us on. <laughs> <laughs> doing great. We're doing great. Awesome. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Cody Isabel is uh, the CEO and founder of CBA Neurotechnology, and we'll get into that. Uh, congratulations, by the way, on that. Uh, and Zeke, you're the founder of the Fired Up KC podcast. Been following you for a while, uh, and you also interned with Cody uh, in your first semester. So uh, kind of excited to hear how all that went and uh, how you guys have been doing. Um, stoked to have you guys in studio. Thanks for making some time to be with us. Um, but yeah, not only will we get into all that, but we're going to talk over the Chiefs straight molly whopping of the Broncos in Denver <laughs> on Sunday for 10 straight victories against the Broncos. Oh, that is just so, so sweet. Uh, <sighs> Feels good. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, yeah, so we'll talk about that. Uh, some fantasy advice in our week eight preview coming up uh, against the Jets this Sunday. But before we jump into all that, we're going to bring you our positions of the week brought to you by Chief of Staff Kansas City. Uh, we're your local trusted talent scouts. And I got this. Uh, I stumbled on this, so I'm going to get it right this time. Uh, we'll bring you the best accounting and finance, admin, marketing, operations, sales, and HR talent Kansas City has to offer. Lucas, go. what do you got this week? All right, so you guys know the deal. We get to work with some great companies. This one, um, you know, no other than one of the coolest real estate property management companies in town. It's a controller position. Um, roughly seven years of experience would be ideal. You know, you're really going to be... What he needs, the gentleman needs, is someone who has the corporate accounting background, can oversee the operational side, but has a true analytical mindset and is able to run the financial analysis side of things. So if you've come from a corporate accounting background and transitioned to an FP&A role, um, an analyst role of some sort, whether it's business analytics or financial analytics would be preferred, um, that'd be greatly appreciated. You're going to be working uh, alongside the director of maintenance. So figuring out the you know cost of, of margin or the profit margins there, uh, looking at some of the labor efficiencies within their labor force, um, those are all going to be big in addition to overseeing that operational side. Um, budgeting, forecasting, analysis as well, and education and CPA are preferred. Um, so yeah, give me a shout if, if any of those excite you or if you just want to go over your background and discuss what positions we might have in addition to this one that would work. Cool. And on the operations side, we got a, uh, a confidential search, so I can't talk about too much about the company, but uh, it's a high level and lucrative opportunity uh, with a financial services firm out in Overland Park. Um, they're looking for I wouldn't say director level, um, but it pays like a director level. There you go. Uh, but it's an operations position, um, and they just kind of need someone to help, um, you know, with their operations, day-to-day uh, -day support of the business. Uh, again, it's a confidential search, so I can't say too much, but uh, if you're high-level operations with experience uh, in a financial services firm, give us a shout. It's an awesome opportunity, growing company, really cool. Uh, but those are your positions brought to you by Chief of Staff KC. Lucas, take us away, man. All right, time to talk some shop, boys. This is a business podcast first. So Cody and Zeke, great to have you guys in the studio. Um, you know, you're both involved in a number of different things here in Kansas City. Um, could you both give us a brief background into what you're doing and then how you got here? And Cody, we'll start with you. Zeke, we'll roll to you second. Sure, yeah. So I started in Kansas City. I got out of school and I started actually with an alumni from my college. So it was kind of cool working at uh, Sandler Training. Mm -hmm. So that was mostly on the adult learning side, doing sales, business, uh, leadership, management type coaching, training, development mm -hmm. for companies. Um, shifted, shifting from that to CBA is what I'm up to now. Um, just started and founded that two month and a half ish ago with a couple of people, Gwen Gillette and then Luke Kasunik as well. Kind of all three of us coalesced. 
our goal <laughs> is to customize education. That's kind of the big, hairy, audacious, what yeah. we're up to, and being able to help people understand that that comes very much within your brain and attacking that from a neurological and a technological side is kind of what we are attacking at the at the current moment. Cool. Real quick before we go to Zeke, what does CBA stand for? Does it have an acronym? Yeah, so CBA is comes from my favorite quote actually is whatever the mind of man can conceive, see, and believe, be it can achieve, which is the A. Awesome. And so that's kind of the framework we use in what we work in. Like our purpose is recreating the ability to imagine. Like there is a war on imagination that we very much view ourselves as here's a shield, here's the sword. (laughs) Education Mm -hmm. and skill development is that's the sword. And the shield is understanding how powerful this thing is to deflect the crap that social media is like throwing at you right now. Um, And so being able to go through that process to conceive of a world where you can do that, believe you can get it, mental side, and achieve. How do you achieve something? Break down the skills and then act upon those. So. Awesome. Thank you, Zeke. What about yourself? What you're doing uh, now and, and kind of how you got there? Man, um, I just want to say, uh, you guys can already see that Cody's a legend. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know how I'm going to, I don't know where I'm going to start after that. That's, that's a high bar. Um, dang. So, but I'm, I'm excited to be here. Um, uh, well, my background, I am originally from Nigeria. Uh, I came to the U.S. in 2016. Uh, and, uh, I just had a vision to, you know, inspire people, and I didn't really know how to do it because uh, from a childhood age, I always loved public speaking, but mm-hmm. I had a stress, like a stuttering issue. But uh, coming to the U.S. and being exposed to um, thousands of people uh, for the first time kind of motivated me to be like, you know what, if I can be able to communicate with people that I don't know, I can be able to expand my reach. So yeah. fast forward 2018, I started the, the Fight Up podcast, which is basically I interview leaders from, you know, entrepreneurs. Um, politicians uh, to business owners just to find their mindset about success and how they became sure. successful. Because I think one thing that um, I wish I had as a, as a kid is, you know, seeing people on TV and actually getting to meet them and ask them, how did you get to where you are? Yeah. Because it's always easy to see them like, man, I want to be like that guy. But, you know, the process is never that good. You know, mm-hmm. it's always hard. So just uh, doing that podcast has really, uh, you know, kind of branched me out uh, through that. I met, you know, you, uh, I met you, I met Cody as well. And it's just been, it's just been awesome, man. Uh, so far, I have just been on a low with COVID and everything going on, just right. kind of doing a reset, yeah. uh, trying to come back with uh, just the show and everything. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I've been doing. I haven't been doing anything uh, n- neuroscience-wise. <laughs> um, I haven't been creating any companies lately. Uh, <laughs> this guy find a company right here. So, uh, But, yeah, that's what I've been doing so far, and I'm excited to be here, and hey. I can't wait. Let's get into it. Hey. Awesome, Zeke. Thank you, man. Love to hear it, man. Well, Cody, we'll go back to you real quick. So, first off, congratulations on founding your own company. Uh, it's an amazing first step, and for someone to be as young as you are to really, you know, kind of – uh, take that risk and uh, have a great team behind you uh, and Gwen and Luke as well. Um, I'm wishing all the best for you guys moving forward. It's uh, you know a hell of a uh, kind of a goal you guys got to tackle, um, but I'm I can't wait to be with you every step of the way. Um, you know, so you kind of give us a rundown on you know what the company is, what your big hairy audacious goals are, and all that. But um, you know, I, I guess. How did you come to the decision to go ahead and move on from Sandler into this, uh, you know, new opportunity? And I guess what kind of went into setting up a, a company from the ground up? Sure. So the kind of the spur for the movement really became my background. What I studied is neuroscience, and I really love plasticity, memory, learning, all of those things, studying those in the brain, how it happens. Sandler's more for the adult world, more. 
there I especially when I as I was starting to leave there was I had younger clients but it was more for the adults yeah and when you think of your brain and learning as an adult like 27 ish to 30 is when it starts to become if you think of your brain like a filing cabinet around that age that filing cabinet is full and so to learn as an adult it's possible and your brain is plastic so please I will repeat that your brain is plastic your entire life <laughs> never stops <laughs> however it is harder to access that plasticity mm -hmm. um, that ability for it to change and so they have to pull open the filing cabinet pull out files throw the files out grab new files put the files in close the door that's learning as an adult for a kid our filing cabinet younger 18 or from like third trimester in your mom till you're like 26 27 28 it's just you're throwing files in yeah. And so what I was starting to realize, where I was really starting to bang my head against the wall, is how hard that adult piece of what we were doing at Sandler, awesome content, amazing stuff, I loved it, but it was just harder in the adult world. Mm. And the ability to innovate in that world is a little bit harder too, just because without like the tech. There's so yeah. much tech that's available, but it's that's a learning curve as well. Learning curve, right? So they have to learn the tech and learn the content. So for younger people, which right now our target is 18, 26, it, their brains are more open. Mm -hmm. It's easier to learn. And how can we build their brains better and help them build their brains better so they have these skills, like things that they don't learn in school, like emotional right. regulation, how to reframe negative thoughts, like basic things like that, using their brain. And their brain is more open to learning and it's more able to use technology to extrapolate upon that. Yeah. So we use games. Like that's our, like the tech side comes in in a game, like building an app for ourselves, like to gamify what they're doing. And yeah. so um, the... The shift kind of happened when I was like, okay, I really love helping people, but the adult world is a little bit harder than I thought. Why not go to brains that are more easily, that are more open, can learn easier, can and grow faster, yeah. um, and build them better so their future, so in the future, it's a better brain that they built. So that's kind of how that shift happened. Nice, awesome. Um, Zeke, what about you, man? So you know how to go working with Cody because I heard that yes. you had a, an internship, right? And what did you learn from your time at CBA? I mean, I really want to uh, add up to what he just said about you know learning because um, with COVID happening, it's like the first time you know Gen Zs have ever experienced anything like that this bad. Yeah. So everyone is going to ask him the question of like, where, where, what now? What, what's next? What should I be doing? So I think like his. Like your company is gonna be like so huge because like me personally, I'm thinking, man, I need to learn more stuff because this is a time to reset. So everyone's like on a reset now. Yeah. Sure. Now after that reset, where are you gonna go? So Cody is that answer the question. So that's pretty cool. Um, I'm talking about an internship. It, I mean, it was it was awesome. Uh, having Cody in an office, Cody's like a it's a moving train with with information, <laughs> yeah. just energy, just going, and um, just being in that environment. Um, working with um Luke and it just Luke is an awesome marketer, just fantastic. Just seeing how ideas are played out on the wall um, was just was just fantastic. Learning from that process and seeing how you know having a company that has so much um, energy, passion, yeah. just for knowledge and learning. Um, it was it was just awesome the content there and just I think the most important thing for me is being able to understand how people work you know yeah. when you see someone you 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 see them and you understand how they work and you better you know communicate with them which is the best mm, thing um, yeah. communication is at the center of anything you do so I think that's the key of um, what their company does which is communication mm -hmm. how do you uh, talk to a person you've never met before how do you understand them just by meeting them the first time right and I think that's important so I think that's one big thing when I see people I just Calm down, and I listen, and I try to understand who they are. Yeah. Um. And man, if you can do that, you have uh, you are ahead of your your peers in, oh, in that in that aspect. So yeah, that's 
it's one pretty cool thing I learned. Yeah, well, I love to hear oh, that, man. and it's yeah. it's cool to uh, see see the value of networking come into play too. Because I met you at one of the events that you were throwing uh, for Fired Up yes. uh, through Maddie Carr, mm -hmm. and then I met Cody. Honestly, I think Maddie Carr <laughs> asked me Maddie's to meet with you. And so I met with Maddie both of you, is. and then y'all got connected too. So it's just such a small world. We're all in the <laughs> loop awesome. too. It's, yeah, that's true. It's well, great, I, man. I, I will say to too, it. like Zeke has been hyping me up, but having and he w when I was at Sandler, he interned at Sandler, and then right. But having this dude learns, Luke downloaded something in one day to him, and then Zeke was applying it like the next hour. Yeah. Like I was like, here's how you make a cold call. Here's how you do this, and then the next day he made like fifty. Like it's the, the and that's the most beautiful thing, my friend. And that's so not <laughs> there is there's so much intentionality but not execution. Yeah. This man has execution and action is how you learn. Yeah, Literally. Maybe. It moves your brain more. So action, action, action. This dude's got it. Yeah. I love it. I'm emotional. Like you guys have <laughs> napkins in here. <laughs> man, oh, Cody, man. this is what you have with Cody. He makes you feel too good about yourself. You're like, man, I, sh I should just jump off, jump off. I can fly, you know. Yeah. I'm man. Just Cody. I mean, Cody having a like a boss and a friend as Cody is just it's inspirational. Like, cause every yeah. day he says he tells you something that you never knew about yourself. You're like, wait a minute, yeah. I can actually do that. That's pretty cool. I've learned that today. So, uh, man, I'm yeah, I'm excited to be here. At, love at, it, man. Just. Just pumped. <laughs> yeah, sure. So Zeke, uh, you hit me up the other day um, to join your higher KC program and just kind of talk to, uh, kind of do a mock trial of your mm -hmm. podcast. Um, and so one, I want to talk about your Fired Up podcast. You know, I know you mentioned kind of, you know, why you started that and what you do with that. Um, but to kind of run your own podcast at such a young age, you're still in school and, um, you know, kind of how you came up with the idea behind that and how you taught yourself how to do that. And then second off, your new internship, is it with higher KC, right? Um, no, or, or yeah, are you doing a class with yes, them? Okay, yes, yes, I got gotcha. you. Yes, Can yes. you kind of talk about that too? Yeah. So, um, just backtrack uh, with uh, fired up. It started more as um, more like a leadership slash religious organization. Okay. Um, in the end, uh, just talking about you know purpose, right? Mm -hmm. And then when I got into that space, I came to understand that um, it has to do with the person. It's the person is the purpose. What you want to do has to do with um, it has to start with you, your why, right? And uh, I think it was my friend. He was my uh, my vice president at that point. He said that we should start like a, a radio show kind of podcast. Yeah. So I'm like, cool, let's do it. So um, with the first day we were supposed to record, because I didn't want to learn the I didn't want to learn how to do the board and because I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna be a co-host and he's gonna host the thing. Yeah. So I didn't even learn anything. So that day I was like, I'm gonna just gonna show up and then you know voice and stuff. Uh, I didn't know that that day he would have a basketball training. Oh, and that's no. how I got there and he wasn't there. So I had to learn how to do the thing. On the spot. Wow. So nice. that's how I kind of started. So I called someone up and they helped me set up the board, and that was the first interview. And nice. after that, I, I got really inspired to do more of it because um, just talking with people, like you know, be you being on the you know the internship with High KC and just talking with you on that, I, I still get to that. But when you talk with people like this, you get motivated. When oh, you see course. people with like mind, you're like, man, this is really awesome. I want to keep doing this. So mm -hmm. that has been my mindset of saying, yo, young people have so much potential, but they don't. Hear people enough tell them you can get you can get it done. Yeah. Because it's one thing to say, I can do this and say someone tell you, yo, yo, I believe that you can do it. Mm -hmm. Um so fast forward to the high KC internship. Uh those were high school kids that you, you saw on the uh, I had high school kids interning for me, which it was like mind blowing. Yeah. Um and they were really interested in, in fired up KC and just learning about the podcast and the leadership part of it. Um what I invited you for was just a run of my podcast, yeah. having you on the interviewing you and having them see what happens. Right. And I think the most important thing for me while I was talking with you was just their reaction. They yeah. were like, man, this has been so motivational for me. Yeah. And I'm like, that's why I started this. 
that's why um, I started a podcast so people can look at it and be like, you know what? If this guy can do it, I can do it too, right? right it's great. If this guy from yeah. a whole different country that doesn't even speak English can come, <laughs> yeah. come on here and interview the mayor of Kansas City, right? what right, can yeah. I do? You know, So it's just right. that mindset that got me like, yo, I got to get back into it because I haven't done any podcast so far because of just uh, trying to get my, my things all together. Yeah. Um, we doing one right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing one. This is my first <laughs> time actually true. leaving my room and coming out to do a podcast. So, uh, again, you made me start thinking, yo, I got to get back to this because yeah. um, having those short clips, I think the, the thing that got me with Scott Havens too is another, yeah. like, legend. Yeah. Um, Scott Havens always comments on my uh, LinkedIn one-minute videos. So yeah. those one-minute videos might not show a lot, but people watch it and be like, man, that's really awesome, yeah. that mindset. So... Um, not to take too much time. Um, that's just the mindset of it. Just inspiring it. people to be like, yo, if that dude can do it, I can do it. Um, if right. if he can, I can. So why not? I love it, man. So, I love yeah. it, man. Yeah, and your story is motivational in and of itself, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> right? Exactly. I know. It's, a, it's just great. <laughs> it's just in addition to, right? Yeah. yeah, that's why you guys have been such good friends over, you know, the past year. I don't know if yeah. we've even known each other a year but yet, but like, Through you the know, pandemic. Yeah, yeah. All like every time I sit down with you guys, I'm just freaking pumped up every time I talk to you. So I I love it. (laughs) Cody, one last question for you on the business side of things, and then we'll kind of move into the football stuff. But uh, so we discussed this numerous times now, uh, you know, in in terms of kind of using neuroscience to kind of diagnose your own feelings and using it on a daily basis to, you know, especially with the the rise of mental health issues in our generations, um, you know, kind of using neuroscience to your advantage to kind of understand your feelings and I guess isolating them and kind of talking yourself down or pumping yourself up or whatever. But can you kind of give the folks, and we've, again, have had this conversation multiple times, but can you kind of talk them through, I guess, some tips or advice to use neuroscience to your advantage on a daily basis? Yes. So, so simple. Yeah. <laughs> Two things. The five things your brain does and the three questions it asks. You can use this like every single day. So the five things are it senses things. So I'm you're taking in tons of senses all the time. Mm-hmm. Like sights, smells, taste, mm-hmm. feelings, all that stuff. So it senses things. It perceives things. So your perception is like a spotlight for your senses. Mm-hmm. Like if you're sitting at home right now, you, until I say, do you feel your socks in your feet right now? Do you feel your shirt on your body? Right. Can you feel your hat squeezing your head right now? Yeah. You couldn't until I said something right. because your perception highlighted it as a spotlight. That's a sense. It's always there, but your brain doesn't always conscious of that. So sense, perception, and then the last three are the most important and most actionable, feelings, thoughts, actions. And so the first two derive feelings, thoughts, and actions. And so if you can start to understand and and pull yourself out of an emotional response, oh, I'm pissed off, right? Okay, so what got you there? What is it something you're thinking that made you feel a certain way? Is it something you're feeling that's making that self-talk, what you're thinking change? Like I'm angry or I'm sad. I'm not, then the thinking is I'm not good enough. I'll never be good enough. That's for someone else. Right. (laughs) Anger is mine. And so naming that is one, is is a, is another tip kind of in, in this, but name those emotions. Mm -hmm. Emerson mentioned mine. (laughs) So my, my negative self, like the negative talk, like someone cuts me off. I'm like, what the hell, man? Right now I'm like, Jerry, shut up, dude. Get out of here. I've named that Jerry, right? To make it more real to me externalize it on something else um, and then your actions the last the fifth thing your body your brain does is action yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. senses perceptions feelings thoughts and actions and the last three again feelings and thoughts a lot of people get stuck in that we were just talking about this right they feel and they think they feel and they think they feel and they think and it's this loop it's mm-hmm. this loop and they want to motivation is one right mm-hmm. they're waiting to feel right. motivated to act but action creates motivation right 
And so action is the most important piece because if you get to the action, right, and you, you do something, then your thinking changes, which changes your feelings, which changes your perception, right? And all of a sudden, your mental state's changed. You're, you're in a whole different place. You're energized. You're ready to go. Mm-hmm. It's that action piece that's so important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So feelings, thoughts, actions are really the most important. And then the, the, last, the other three are the questions your brain's asking. So it's duration, path, and outcome. Mm-hmm. How long is this going to last? What's the path? And what's the outcome? Yeah. So how long is this pandemic going to last? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's the path to get out of this? Right. And like, what, what's going to happen as, because of this? Mm-hmm. Right? You, your brain is always asking those questions. Duration, path, out. How long is this podcast going to be? How long is Cody going to speak for? Right? That's duration, <laughs> path. Where's he going with this? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> what am I going to do after this? <laughs> outcome. What yeah. am I going to yeah. learn from him speaking? What yeah. am I? Right? Sure. Duration, path, outcome. Right? And if you pair those two things together, you're a scientist. That's yeah. what I love about neuroscience. You can test hypothesis all day. Mm-hmm. Go out. If it's a feeling, a thought, or an action, you are a scientist now. You don't need a lab coat. Mm-hmm. You have a brain. You are a scientist. Yeah. Um, go try. Act. Mm-hmm. Go act. Go yeah. take action. <laughs> so, I sure. love it, man. Being proactive versus reactive, right? Um, <laughs> Absolutely love it. Now we're going to do some quick hitters that we do with every guest. Um, recent first down for each of you, which is a small success that maybe led to more success down the road. Um, we'll do a sack which could be a, a setback or a small failure that you had to overcome or a hurdle. Uh, and then a, a Hail Mary, a lofty goal that you have in mind for this year, maybe coming out of the pandemic or something that you have set for, for next year. Uh, we'll start in sequential order. We'll go with you, Cody. I was going to say, I, got, I was just talking. Zeke should go first. <laughs> uh, can you give them one more to me? Yes. So start with the first down, and then we'll come right to you next. Uh, it's going to be a small success that led to sequential success. Yeah, this one actually for me, goes. I would say goes back to – college honestly i okay. had yeah. a ve- like in the grand scheme at the moment like the the success within like my fraternity was a small success like huge to me at the moment small in comparison to yeah. his life mm-hmm. however that success is what got um steve's attention that got me my first job actually nice. so that small yeah. success kind of set me on this this path like and it. a lot of the leadership things i did at that time that's where i'm at today so i would say that would be a small one sack yeah recent uh, setback I would say a recent setback would be, oh, I know what this is. <laughs> the hardest thing that I have is I am in the clouds so much. Yep. Like mm-hmm. I've got this giant 50-year vision in my head. And the most recent setback has been not being able to clearly articulate like the present what. Mm-hmm. Like what Grant Gooding hit me with this so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, man. Um, but he was just talking about like you're trying to talk about Apple, the 2020 version of Apple in 1940. I'm like, yeah. You're so right. So that's small. That that's been a, a setback because it's been harder. Like, who do we go after for clients? I'm confusing with referral partners. Like that to me has kind of been, a, and it confuses our team. So the internal culture has been a little bit messed up too. And that to me sure. is kind of a sack as mm-hmm. someone who's supposed to multiply the people times division to get capital. Yeah. Like I messed that up a little bit. So readjusting. Gotcha. Hail Mary, uh, Patrick Mahomes style. You know, it's some lofty goal that you have moving forward. The I would say lofty goal million in revenue by the end of January 2021. Nice. Love it. Uh, yeah. Lofty goal publicly announced. You heard it here first. Another, we'll hold them to another, it. Another breaker here. Uh, excellent. Well, Zeke, we'll start with you with the first down. Um, uh, I would say uh, first would be me being able to overcome um, stuttering uh, mm-hmm. as an issue. Sure. Because uh, I always loved public speaking as a young person. Uh, I had imaginations of me standing in front of crowds, but I couldn't ever do it because I couldn't get the words out. But once I was able to learn how, you know, uh, stuttering works with your mind and why it happens yeah. and 
seeing one of my friends be, uh, I think he was a, a campus ambassador. He was giving mm-hmm. tours. I was like, I want to do that because that would give me a step to speak with more people. Sure. Right? And this was back in 2016. This was when I just came here. My English was not that bad, not that good. Um, so I said, I'm going to do that. So when I did that, I applied and then I got the job. Um, it pushed me to speak to people forcefully. Um, now I can be able to speak fluently when I communicate with the, I don't have that tension anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that really put me in a spot where I'm like, okay, if I can do this, then I can expand more, which yeah. gave me the mindset. you know what? It's not really the problem, it's the person, right? Yeah. It's what can you do about what you're into right now? Mm. And that has been my path, which is when I'm in a situation, I'm thinking there's a problem, but mm-hmm. it's not a real problem. It's the person who is in it. Yeah. You know, what am I going to do to get out of it? So I think that was the foundation for me. And then fast forward to fi- starting Fight Up KC, and um, I mean, once I got to talk with the chancellor, talk with the mayor, that changed my whole mindset of what I can be able to achieve. Yeah. So you're yeah. killing it now. Your English is great. So. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I'm trying. I'm trying. What's a what's a sack? A small setback lately? Uh, I think with the pandemic, it was definitely a sack for me. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Uh, it was <laughs> definitely a sack. It sent me yeah. back a lot. Man. Maybe a safety. I'm yeah. still trying to recover from it. Like it's, 40, it sent me back yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, it really, yeah, because the pandemic, it, it really sent me back a lot. Um, at the start of it, things were good. And then middle, I was like, okay, I'm... Yeah, this is this is too bad. Um, but now I'm getting back to normal. Um, that would be a definitely definitely a big sack for me. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, lofty goal, a little hail mary action for you. Hail mary action would be uh to become a a, a good trader. Um, I trade stocks now, so yeah, like, good. uh, I want to become like the best trader I can be. Um, to earn more on that. And you in Bitcoin? No, not Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> not Bitcoin. Don't even get me started. <laughs> no, not Bitcoin. No, let's not go down that road. No, <laughs> not Bitcoin. Um, I, ju- I just trade stocks. Um. Okay. Uh, and uh, I think another thing would be to uh, get a job after uh, my graduation in spring. That would be a big two for me to yeah. get a job after spring, uh, May yeah. uh, graduation. Anyone out good. there in the business community watching this, Cody, if you don't snag them yeah. for yeah, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Zeke is seriously one of the best Catch young people up. that I know. Uh, couldn't recommend him more. So if you're looking for a new hire coming up in the spring, mm-hmm. he's your guy. Hit me up at <laughs> Z-I-K-N-G-A-N-G-A. There we go, but baby. that's my shout out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Well, let's. Uh, it's time to chop it up. I yep. know we got a, we got let's a lot go. of business talking there. We're gonna have let's to go, go pretty quick with this, but uh, yeah, we just want to kind of quickly cover the Broncos game, mm-hmm. preview the Jets game, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, in our close to 30 minute window as yeah. possible. Um, but yeah, I appreciate all that, boys. Uh, so obviously the Chiefs are coming off a huge win against the uh, the Broncos in Dominant. Denver. As uh, tradition in this podcast, we give uh, our guests the mm-hmm. first take. So uh, whoever wants to start, time's yours. Wait, I think you you, you can already can go. So I can build off you. I just build off him because okay. he, he says too too much good stuff. I just build off of him. I thought anytime you put your, your second string in, like that's a great time. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh yeah. And getting to see different guys. Uh, what was the, Chad Henney? Yes, yeah. Henney. I yeah. love it. Seeing him get the score. That was. I would say that was a pretty big highlight for that game for me at least. Nice, big snow game guy. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Got that shirt. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, um, going into that game, I was a little bit nervous because of. Uh, uh, lost from uh, Raiders. Because yeah. Raiders, I was like, how do we even lose to Raiders? They haven't had a good season so far. Right. So I was also scared that Broncos that ha- haven't had a good season so far might beat right. us as well. Yeah. Sure. But then when the game started, I was like, okay, this is just a joke. Like, oh, I know. We should just, <laughs> they should stop. They should just quit. Um, cause they pretty much did. They, yeah, because they, they, they got, cause once the second quarterback came in and scored, I was like, okay, guys, yeah. let's just, you know what, let's wrap this up. I think you guys are yeah. tired. So, 
Yeah, huge win, huge win, huge win, and I got my chief shirt. There you go, there we go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, Yeah, I agree with both your takes. I love it. It was extremely dominant fashion. We scored in all three phases. You know, we were talking about and exactly. So we went into halftime, and I didn't feel nervous at all. I mean, I knew it was going to be done and over with after that. I think the Broncos fans they even had this uh, social media rap hype song going around that was just atrocious, absolutely garbage. I respect them putting it together, but they said that they were going to dominate us. A little bit happened. Maybe that. maybe a little bit of karma. I don't mm. know. So we scored in all three phases. Uh, Dirty Dan Sorensen looked phenomenal. He was laying the wood. Second week in a row. Took Philip yeah. Lindsay out of the game. Yeah. I hope he's all right. You never want to see anyone get hurt. But that was kind of just the mentality for the defense throughout the entire day. By- Byron, Byron Pringle, excuse me, uh, ran a kickoff return all the way back. That was exciting. Hopefully he gets a sponsorship by Pringles or something. That yeah. would make sense. AFC um, uh, Special Teams Player of the Week. Yeah. Yes, very Shout true. Out. Uh, the Broncos just looked pitiful. I mean, mm. it's the tenth time we've beat them in a row. Um, four bad. four wins have been by twenty That's or more bad. points. Yeah. I mean, bad. it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Can I just say this though? Yeah, let's hear it. That game, I just they were just giving us balls all the way. Yeah. I was like, well, what is this? Like, you guys just handing us balls. It was just ridiculous. I was like. This is just easy. They just yeah. keep giving us balls to just go do touchdowns. Yeah, and the, well, yeah. the botched flea flicker. Yeah, right? I know. That he was just so threw it bad. on the ground. I'm like, <laughs> so bad. oh, come on. That's laughable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, and again, I think it showed a sign of Mahomes' maturity. He realized mm-hmm. he didn't have to push. Uh, he only had 200 yards and a touchdown. That's but scary. He didn't have to take any risks. Like, if we're going to beat you without Mahomes, the best <laughs> weapon in the league, uh, we're going to beat a lot of teams. So, yep. um, yeah, we didn't have too many injuries. Alex Okafor moved to the IR. Schwartz didn't play. Hopefully, he's back with Watkins. Uh, coming up soon but uh yeah we're gonna skip fantasy uh this week just in in time restrictions but uh let's get let's get into our week eight preview against the winless new york jets so we thought this was a bad beat down against the broncos we're 20 and a half point favorites against the jets here at home which is so it opened at 19 and a half and it moved up and it's like already in the top five biggest spreads of nfl history so uh i think the public will probably be on us to cover that i don't know first first the worst uh, we'll see um but yeah so what are your guys' thoughts on this uh on this jets game coming up um are the jets still in the league really (laughs) that's my question hey trevor lawrence he's calling hey i'm I'm, not not mentally they're not there they need some help from your neuroscience you need to go call them yeah they need need to call you (laughs) i'm sorry because i look at yeah gary v i I look at the 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 ranks i'm like are they still why they keep playing they should just Mm -hmm. stop coming out you know Mm -hmm. sell your jerseys and buy something else you know what i mean but uh that game yeah it's gonna be horrible um it's gonna be bad for them Mm -hmm. it's really gonna be bad for them because uh unless my homes you know what Let's see what happens, but it's gonna definitely gonna be a win for us. Yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely agree. beat down. I like it. I think we talked earlier too. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of revenge revenge game, revenge yes. game chip yeah. on the shoulder, lace in some of that neuro, right? Yeah. yeah, That's Google did a research on this actually, and the number one predictor of success within Google was having a chip on your shoulder. So yeah, sure. I'm kind of pumped up to see what he does too. Yeah, that goes right into the keys to victory for this week. Honestly, the first one uh, is don't overlook the opponent. This is the NFL still. Any given Sunday, a lot of parody. Yeah. Yes. Could be a potential trap game. So as long as we continue, which goes into my second point, being ourselves and operating to the peak efficiency that we know we can in all three facets, um, just do not overlook it and go into it as we always do. We'll be just fine. And lastly, give Bell the ball. Yeah. (laughs) Revenge game. You know what I mean? Like this is going to be an exciting look. He's going to get more touches. I think he goes off. Maybe they give him more touches than Clyde. 
just for the sake of I honestly think his they team. will because one, yeah. I think we'll come out to an early lead and we'll we'll have the game wrapped up. We're not gonna we're gonna possess the ball and we're gonna want to you know test him out in the offense and give him as many looks as possible. He's obviously he's got one week under him where they only did the zoom package with him. Yep. But he's he's consistently getting more and more familiar with the playbook. So I think we'll let him loose a little bit. Um, Any yeah. top players of the week that you guys kind of see going off, whether it's on offense you, yeah, or defense? Yeah, who are your favorite guys to watch? You guys have preferences there. I mean, uh, Edward Hillier. Yeah. That dude is just Decent. ridiculous, He couldn't man. tackle he him. Just, like, he just keeps going. So He's a pinball. That, that's my guy. <laughs> Anytime you guys, I'm like, yeah, just go, man. Just go Just go. do whatever you do, man. So that's my guy I watch awesome. every, every single week. So, glad yeah. to glad, baby. Yeah. My favorite, I think, for this week for, is going to be Bell for sure, just yeah. because I – I think he'll get more plays like you guys just said, and I, he's got that chip. So I'm yeah. pumped up to see what he does. Um, I think that'll be a big time. Yeah. Just like the tag team duo you guys are, you pick the tag team duo running yeah. backs. I absolutely <laughs> love it. Uh, yeah. That's phenomenal. What about you? Uh, I'm going to go defensive side of the ball. I think Tyron Matthew continues to step up. Mm, he's going to eat. I mean, he's he's too smart, right? And Honey he, Badger. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> and he's got an awesome story as well coming back from you know some past troubles. And so to see him continue to do what he does and be a vocal leader on our team, excited to see him yeah. perform someone i've been loving watching this year has been anthony warden out of missouri s t yeah. coming from a very very small missouri school um he was a late round draft pick kind of a flyer guy we knew he'd be a project but he stepped in in uh, Nadi's absence and yep. a couple of the other injuries on the front line, and he's been tearing it up. Like, he knocked he, the ball out. Yeah, uh, exactly. Force of fumble. I mean, yep. he's. I think he might be another diamond in the rough. Shout out Brett Veach. Every freaking weekend, we're talking brilliant. about something brilliant that guy does. So, um, yeah, he's been a, a great player to watch. So check him out on the defensive line. Um, lastly, guys, we're gonna move into score predictions uh, before we wrap up here. Um, what are you guys thinking for this Jets game? You think it's gonna be a blowout? You think? Uh, what, do you, what do you guys got? I think blowout and. Because I don't know football ex- extraordinarily well. My favorite number is 51. So okay. Chiefs 51 Love it. and 13 because I think they'll make some, miss an extra point right. on the Jets side. Love it. <laughs> Zeke, what about you, man? You know, I want to I wanna, I wanna go 40-13. 40-13. I like it. Chiefs 40, yeah. Jets 13. Uh-huh. I like that. I like that 13. Sounds good. 13 sounds good. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a fair game. Uh, we're going to go 38-14. to 14. They get a couple garbage time touchdowns, but... Okay. That's that's my, my deal. Um, yeah. And I'm going to go, let's see, let's go 41-16. Yeah, I, I kind of like that score. So we'll see how it goes. Lucas, you're plus eight last week, 112 overall. I was plus 13 last week, 134 overall. Again, really yeah. good at this. And our guest, uh, BJ, was plus 15 last week, mm-hmm. 108 overall. So the guest still got a commanding lead. Yeah. I got some room to make up. Hey, I'm only, think... only four behind. Yeah, I don't know if, I, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to come back. But uh, <laughs> We got to get a bet for him still. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, that does it for uh, week eight of Talk and Chop. Boys, thank you so much for being here. I had an awesome conversation. Um, Love it. And, Thanks, uh, guys. Yeah. And if you guys uh, need some young leaders to talk to to network with, hit up these two. They're uh, the best. So uh, whether you're listening on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple, subscribe to us all year long. We're going to be bringing in some of Kinsey's top execs and personalities like these two boys right here. Um, and we got a lot of cool guests coming up as well. So, um, boys, again, thank you so much for sitting down and making some time to be with us today. Um, we'll catch you all next week. And as always... Go Chiefs.